Have you never heard the crowd's reaction of seeing gorillas at the zoo? Well, that was the reaction on the front of that piece of tape. Then at the end, did you hear where something happened? What happened at the Bronx Zoo at the gorilla exhibit? The answer at the very end of this episode, and I'm talking after the closing credits roll. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. My name's Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. Um, okay, so Olivia and I are going to South Carolina this Sunday because we're doing a tour of the University of South Carolina on Monday at 11. And a lot of protocols with these campus tours. You don't have to be COVID-free. You don't have to be vaccinated. Well, some some schools you do. You have to bring your well, I think your they would card. prefer that you're COVID-free, right? Before you I come into a... Well, yes, COVID-free, but I meant like COVID testing. Sorry, I okay. said that the wrong way. But you can only have like, you know, used to, you could bring like me, you, Charlotte. You could take your younger kid along because they could kind of like, you get free campus tours for the, the next one by doing them all at the same time. But now it's like you get one guest and one guest only. But here's the thing that's very funny about this. We're staying in like, because we're just driving up like Sunday and because the tour is at 1030 the next day. So we're just staying in like a Hampton or something. And Olivia's like, are these tours going to be like, um, like, are we going to get there? And are we going to go and tour the whole city? And like, are we staying in a nice hotel and like a, a really nice hotel? I'm like, listen, these are not mini vacations. And we've talked about this with our friends, Tug and Laura, because they're doing some college tours too. And everyone I, I know is doing them. And I mean, you stay in some like, just some rogue hotels. Nothing wrong with the Hampton, Don. No, nothing wrong with the Hampton. Hampton Inn by Hilton. They're, they're actually a sponsor of the letter. No, but I mean, you could stay at a micro hotel and it doesn't matter. These are college tours. Yeah. I mean, you're not like going to the Ritz and camping out. And now she's added a new level to her um, her choice for colleges. Good food, you know, a, a campus you can walk on, doesn't really, you know, walk around on and stuff, doesn't really care as much about SEC football. Needs to have some good trails for bike riding, mountain biking which she has become obsessed with and is very good. I mean, she's biking 20, 30 miles at a time. Mm -hmm. She's done the Silver Comet Trail. She's done the one in Forsyth. She's done, there's one out in, uh, I mean, they're everywhere. Beltline, Gwinnett. And I was asking you, like, when's the last time you biked? Road a bike or biked? Okay, let's start with road a bike. Um, Probably when the kids learn how to ride bikes when they were Well, you've ridden a bike in Florida, I would think. Uh, Okay, yeah, you're right. How far have you ridden? Uh, not far at all. What's the furthest distance you've gone? Uh, half a mile. A half a mile mm-hmm. on a bike? Yeah. Well, a mile, because then you got to turn around and come back. So a mile. A solid mile. Could I'm okay you, with that. Could you bike 20 miles if you had to? I wouldn't, couldn't, nor would I want to. Mm. Yeah. That's just not, uh, it's not my thing. I do like biking. All right. Yeah. How many times, Donna, uh, if you can go back to an episode of this podcast during the pandemic, when COVID was hot, hot, hot. And you and the girls went and bought bikes. That's right. Uh, they, they now both sit in the garage with cobwebs on them. When was the last time you liked biking so much? When was the last time that you you, 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 you threw your leg around that one? Well, I haven't had time. Okay. I'm very busy. But I, um, as you remember, my bike didn't have. It was a chainless bike. It was a chainless bike. So that caused quite a few problems. So there you go. She went out and bought an actual, with her money, an actual mountain bike. Mm-hmm. Like off of, um off the Facebook Live or whatever that's called. The Facebook Marketplace. Market. Yeah. All right. Let's do some um, rapid fire. Tie up some loose ends here real quick from conversations recently in podcast of the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast. Lloyd Buchanan 
is the keyboardist with Alabama Shakes. Lloyd filled in during the Van Morrison Uncourt concert this spring at the Painted Horse Winery in Milton, which was a Cadillac Jack Get Down concert promotion. And Uncourt returns uh, in November. We're excited about that to the new Painted Horse Winery. And do you want to like give that some context? Uh, I don't think it's necessary. It's probably last episode, but uh, there was a question asked. Well, Preston. Mm -hmm. Who's not here today? Carl's in. Carl's in. We love Carl. Carl's back. Carl Evan. Um, Preston. Was, That's right. He he, he managed an a, a amphitheater in Tuscaloosa or something? Yes. Or was an intern in yes. college? And, and he watched college football with the Alabama Shakes. And we could not remember. Lloyd, the, Lloyd, Lloyd Buchanan yeah. is his name. Yep. You have an update about your desire for world domination of clogging. And yeah. we're going to do a couple things here. You're going to reveal. Gosh, I should have put this tease at the top of the episode. You're going to reveal the name of your clogging team. Yeah. And we're also going to be joined live here in just a moment by your newly named clogging team co-captain now do you want to wait until she gets on the phone to announce the name i mean we could here's the thing about this clogging situation mm-hmm. i simply said that i th- i have won an alta tennis state championship i've done a lot of things I've, I've, I've had some some good wins in my life and i thought that this might be cool i didn't know that you were going to like start booking us and become yes. my momager and like yes all of that all of this stuff. You're like, you're like Chris Kardashian. Yeah. You've got like sponsors. We're like NASCAR pit people. We're still working on our outfits and I'm still working on the team, but you've already got us like booked. Here's what's going to happen. The clogging team, which you want 10 so that you guys can do stunts. Yes. The 10 member team will first perform at the Woodstock, Georgia Christmas parade. When's that? Uh, the 10th of December, I think I've been okay. going back and forth with the, I don't uh, know the, that the we're facilitators. Be ready. Well, you that. have a couple months. Oh boy. Um, you're, the song, uh, you know, for the longest time, I thought you need to perform, you need to clog to a um, a Christmas song, you know, have a holly, you know, shuffle ball step or back double tap, back roll, whatever it is when you when you clog. Mm-hmm. I've decided, though, that because uh, your sponsor is going to be Dr. Fahrenheit heating and air. Okay. Um, do you remember Glenn Fry's song from 1984 from the Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack called The Heat Is On? Uh, yes. You guys are going to clog to, is your heat on home? Oh, I like it. I kind of like is that. Is your heat on home? Da, 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 da. Is your heat on home? How long is the song? Uh, it's about 3.33, I seems think. long. Well, you'll get there. Are we doing a melody or just one no, song? No, it's just that because, um, the, again. Not a full performance, just like my, one my song. My marketing mind pulls in Dr. Fahrenheit, Heating and Air, to not the heat is on because it's going to be the first week of December. Is your heat on a home? Is your well, heat on home? Because you need your heat on because it's getting ready to get cold. Yeah. Dr. Fahrenheit, heating and air. Okay. All right. Do you want to call your partner? Call my co-captain. Okay. She may not answer. I was shocked when she responded to a Facebook I don't understand post. why. I had no idea that she was a clogger. There are a lot of closet cloggers. Her exact quote was, um, we are going to set the world on. And then she used the fire emoji. you damn right. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I will join the clogging team, not to brag, this person writes, but I'm really good. I will break out the shoes next time you come up. I can't believe she still has her shoes. <clears throat> Did you know that she was a clogger? You I think so. Here. Yeah. I don't know that we clog together. What's up, Donna? There she is. Ask for Donna. How are you? Hell yeah. I'll be, uh, hey, listen, I'll be, um, I'll be prepared tomorrow. To clog? I'm going to have Marilyn send you a video. Y'all think I'm kidding. I have clogging shoes. Me and Brandon both do. Brandon has clogging shoes? We need yeah, a boy. No, 
listen, nobody would get them for me. And so uh, nobody wanted to do it with me. So I said, Brandon said, order me some. Yeah. So we clog. I'm, you think I'm kidding. I swear I'm being serious. I don't think you're kidding. Did you take, okay. Did you take clogging lessons from Becky Jones? I sure did. Everybody did. Oh my God. In Smyrna, the Becky Jones School of Dance. Were you on the Kennesaw Cloggers? How are we not on the same team? Um, You know what? Because I was, I don't know how this happened, but I was on like a really old people. So like at the time they were like 50 and 60. I was on their team. I don't know how I got on that team, but I was. Did y'all wear like little um, pinafore outfits and have the ribbons through your clogs? We did, and I'm going to be honest with you. I Love think this. I think I have one at home, and I'm going to take a picture for you. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Hey, tomorrow, listen, I'm going to have Marilyn um, take a little video of our feet, mine and Brandon's feet. I am so excited. Caddy didn't, didn't believe that, it. That lady that bought, listen, she told me, she said, I've lived in Gainesville 40 years. I've never been in your store. I said, we've been here 38. Shame on you, girl. Yeah, where have you been? Well, it's, it's and they, from furniture. And, and she goes, she said, I know. She said, well, no, I hear you all the time on Caddy. She said, well, she said, they were waiting for the Georgia game. And she said, well, we didn't bring our truck. She said, we want to get in this chair. She said, um, we'll come back. We'll bring the truck and the money. She said, we'll be back in a few minutes. So we went ahead and took the chair outside, had it like sitting outside waiting. So she pulled up. She goes, oh, yes. Yeah. She told me, she was like, oh, yes, you've already got it ready. She said, we can't wait to get back for the Georgia game. Loaded them. They were gone. I and then when it. she was at, when she was at the counter, I said, all right. I said, uh, you've heard them talk about the clogging team. Uh, and I was saying that I said, yeah, Caddy was texting me and he was hoping it was Marilyn. He said, because two Donna's on the same team, uh-uh, that's too much. She goes, oh, I'll do it with y'all, too. See, I told Caddy there are so, so many closet. Missing. There are so many closet cloggers because clogging was so big. And we had that big old hair, that Kennesaw clogging hair. And looked so good. And oh, it was, yeah, it was so much. But you know what? <laughs> you're you're laughing. But it is really fun when me and Brandon put them on. Like, we laugh. We tell everybody that's what we're going to do for um, Christmas. We're going to put on. We, we tell them that. Oh, oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Here's the thing I was telling Caddy. I think we're going to have to have some. I think we're going to have to have some busty outfits. We need something to get We've us. We've got to have something. Yeah. To, yeah. Something that gets people's attention. Brandon, actually, I'm in the delivery truck. Police just went by, so I put my phone down. Brandon's in the truck with me. Brandon, we are starting a target team. Will you be on it with us? Yeah. He oh doesn't gosh. have very good rhythm. He's not good. He's not good like I am. But, but he's tall. Brent is tall. Can he like do stunts? Can he do a cartwheel? Can you do a cartwheel? Yeah. Yeah, he said he can. Fantastic. All right. Well, listen, your first performance is going to be the Woodstock Christmas Parade. I'm so excited. Uh, okay. Well, I'm in. So you got two months. Now, Donna's going to reveal the name of the team. I have yet. I've never, I've not been told the name of the clogging team until now. Donna's going to do the big reveal right now. Well, I had a couple hey, of choices. I was thinking, I really, like, but I really already have my shoes. And Brandon already has his shoes. Well, we're ready. Okay, listen. What do y'all think about? It? So we need some tight outfits. We need a lot of bounce going name of, on. Name of the clogging team. Okay. Well, I was yeah, thinking about a like, lot of bounce going on. You know how like it's like thunder from down under, like thunder from down under. So it could be lightning on the floor or something like that. But what I have come up with is one of two. Ready? I'm gonna no. let y'all decide. We are either happy feet, don't you like that? Happy feet, like the little penguins, or we're the sassy stompers. I like the sassy stompers. I do too. Sassy stompers. Sappy, uh, sassy yeah. stompers it is. Yeah, and I mean, we're going to come in that ballroom like we own the damn place. It's going to be like, here we come. We're here. Donna, I'm serious. Like, Brandon, are you excited? He's so excited. Brandon, are you excited? I don't know about Listen, <laughs> you don't know about the tight outfits, but... Other than that, he's in. Yeah, we're gonna put him in a pair like Levi's, tight Levi's, Some spandex. Yeah, exactly. listen, you don't you don't want to do it with us? 
Who, Are you going to clog with us? Me? Yeah. No, no. He can't get his no. he can't get his ankle up to his knee. There's right, no Donna. way. No Donna, way. Donna, Donna, Donna. You're always a joy to be with and be around. Come on, Caddy. Especially when the it. especially when the two of you are together. Yes, it's gonna be you good. Know, you know what? No, listen. We'll show you a couple of moves where you just stand to the side and like clap. It's like it's like well, no, it's like a shuffle step, Donna. When you have yes. your shoes on, I, I've taught it to Brandon. Like up, back, up, back, up, back. <laughs> I'll send. I'm gonna send it to y'all when I have put my shoes on. I am so All excited. Right, well, send us a video. All right. I will. And, I'm going to send you one today. And, and like there, I said, Brandon's not that good. He's just he'll just be there for I don't know what. Well, well to, to, to the lift, ladies. To lift, yeah, in case we got some hey, female he's, judges. He's very, he's very enthusiastic. Yes. Yes. All right. Fair and enough. And if he has a couple of drinks, he can do it a lot better. All right. Well, I'm sure they'll be that there. At every, <laughs> I'll call you at 11:15 tomorrow. 11:00. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Every rehearsal, every, we'll every practice, and act, actual events, there'll be plenty of alcohol. And liquor. Are you believing this? You thought I was kidding. I'm not. And we honestly, we did I, we did not put out a call to her, and she just came on board. And so on Facebook, yeah. Which I've had a lot of people. Here's my only issue with my clogging team right now is I've got two Melissas, I've got three Lauras, and two Donnas. So I'm just trying to figure out when we're we're gonna have to have like nicknames because when we're calling out like commands and stuff like that and counts, right. And I'm like, if I'm like, Laura. And all, all three Lauras go to that particular count. Yeah, and, it messes and if, up. if Laura stays off count, which there's a possibility she could be, we need Laura Jessup to get her back on count. So I just got to figure all this out. Like right foot, triple basic. Yeah. Double one, double two, double three, rock step. What do you think about, so I kind of liked happy feet. You didn't like that? Uh, I'm not getting involved in that. So the it's sassy uh, stompers. The sassy stompers it is. Yes. All right. And we'll have more information. In the next episode of the My Second Act podcast, including more details about uh, Dr. Fahrenheit Heating and Air, their sponsorship, and your first rehearsals and practices that are coming up. Can't wait. All right. Uh, Donna was referring to Missy Wren, who has lived in Gainesville for 40 years. Saturday, I got a text from uh, Donna, ask for Donna from Gallery Furniture, ask for the Wolfman. Uh, and she sent me a text that she's lived in Gainesville 40 years and never been in our store, came in today, bought a recliner, said she hears you talk about us having everything in stock, which we do. So... Uh, Missy Rand, Donna, has lived, what would you say, within 10 miles of Gallery Furniture? She lives in Gainesville for, for, for like 40 30, years, 40 years. And never made it by until now. And look at there. She loaded it up. She took it home. That recliner to watch uh, the dogs beat up on Vanderbilt last weekend. And you know what? She was probably one of those people who thought like, you know, I, I, I she's probably driven by there a hundred times and thought, oh, you know, I know they sell furniture. One day. Yeah, one, one day, day I will. I'll stop. But I'm telling you, if you are looking for furniture, that's the place to go. Here is the uncomfortable moment when Friday, you know, Whoopi Goldberg doesn't work on Fridays. So Whoopi wasn't a part of this on The View, but this is the, uh, the moment when The View pulled two hosts off the set in the first two minutes of the show Friday after testing positive for COVID on live TV. Here we go. aware of. Can someone please apprise me of the situation? I need uh, the two of you to step off for a second. Okay. Anna and and uh, Sonny. And, and we're going to bring Sonny you back later. Have to okay. leave. Yeah. Yes. And we'll tell you why. More information later. It's a tease. We'll so- tell you why in a couple of minutes. So shall I introduce the vice president? Yes. Okay. So vice president. No. no. Nope. Okay. Shall we dance? Let's do a tap dance. Let's do a tap dance. It's a thing to do. You start clogging. Thing to do. Um, so you hear producer holler no when they first agree to welcome uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, who was to be on the set after Sonny and Anna tested positive for COVID. They decided to put the Vice President in a uh, what could best be described as like a broom closet. 
a hyperbolic chamber or um, something. And she was live, but from a, a different location on their floor where their, their stage is on the view. It had to be just they, chaos. They had both been vaccinated. And turns out they both, uh, the tests were actually negative. Someone read them wrong or they came back false positives or something. Two of them in the, in the same, two, how many hosts are there? Five, two out of five came back as false positives. So what's the protocol? Do they test them every day? I would imagine that they do. And, and any, any audience that, that, that is allowed in. Do they have an audience? I don't know. I think so. I think um, Kelly and Ryan have one too. I bet you have to bring either, you probably have to either bring, a, especially in New York, a, I would imagine a Vax card or proof within 24 hours that you're having negative tests. Why were they even on the set to begin with? Why would they not hold? I mean, it's live. They know that 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern, they got to roll, you know. So why would you not back time that to where you had the results of the test before they have to walk out on stage? And I don't less know. And less. Hmm. Friday, you thought the producers are in a meeting Friday morning early. And they're like, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to pretend like Anna and Sonny have, have uh, had positive COVID tests. And we're going to pull them off the set live now on national television. And it's going to become very dramatic. And then, of course, we'll reveal a couple of hours later when after the, 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 the media has had a chance to get our story out there and get us some publicity, we'll reveal that they were it actually uh, false positives. You really think they went to all that trouble? I would not be surprised at all. That's a lot. If at, some, if, if at some moment a producer on that show did not think that, then they should all be fired because a producer, unfortunately, not unfortunately, but producers think like that. Producers are trained to think, how can I get the most out of this particular moment? And it went viral. I mean, that that forty five second clip that you just heard was everywhere over the weekend. I just think that's and, a and lot. And it was even doing press on different networks to talk about. See, oh. this is how it works. She was on other networks talking about her show, The View, on ABC, and how she had to be pulled from the set Friday because uh, there was a there was a, a, a positive COVID test. I would almost think that that dun, would be dun, true dun. if the vice president had been on there. But that's uh, th- but that makes it an even bigger story. Oh, okay. Makes it an even bigger story. You know, if it were. Um, uh, who's doing press right now on these shows to, I don't know, if it were somebody else, it wouldn't, it wouldn't play as well. But it's the vice president of the United States and they had to put her in a broom closet <laughs> for her interview because she did not, they did not want to, uh, to expose her to the virus on the set of The View. Or did they? Tiger King 2 is coming back. What's left to tell? I don't know. <clears throat> Carol Baskin says she will not be a part of it or is not a part of it. Well, and there are a couple of people from the original Tiger King that have passed on. Okay. You know, the long-haired guy that, um, what's his name? Carl knows him. That was the, like, the trainer that helped with all of the, yeah. He, oh, that he, started the big zoo? No, well, not him. To? No, he was, like, the okay. long-haired okay. trainer guy that was with um, Joe Exotic. I think he died from Can you believe it's almost been COVID. two years since the original came out? Uh, Tiger King 2, they say, will be out by the end of the year. All white chicken breast meat is what makes it. The Tiger I, King? I, I, no, no, this is a shift on at the dinner affair, the chicken pot pie. Ah. I have never been a huge fan of chicken pot pie. But let me tell you that the reason why is because a lot of times, remember when your mama would get those little tins of chicken pot pie and, and put them in the oven and bake them for dinner? There's like one serving, remember those? And they had a lot of vegetables. A lot of vegetables and the crust was always burnt and, 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 and the meat was questionable. Mm-hmm. It looked like some knees and gums. Ew, okay, listen. What on hmm. earth are you doing? What I'm doing is comparing chicken pot pies of the 80s to today's dinner affair chicken pot pie, which includes all white chicken breast meat. I picked through it, and I'll tell you, there was nothing. 
Okay. But all white chicken breast meat. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're just thrilled with this situation. Well, here's the thing about the um, dinner affair one. It is one of those one meal um, cook, it comes. It comes, it co- in, a, comes in, in an a, aluminum pan. In a huge aluminum pan for your entire family. All you do is literally turn on the oven. Two steps on the recipe card. Preheat yep. the oven to four hundred. Bake for an hour. That's it. Yeah, and it, the great part is, is it is a. Hu- it's basically a huge puff pastry on top of it. Like a, just think of a large square, almost lasagna chicken pot pie, but with this amazing flake puff pastry crust. Am I exaggerating to say that you ate the entire... It was a 24-hour period, the entire pan. I didn't have one bit. Like, I I tried a little bit of the flaky top because I'm like, oh, I'm going to use that puff pastry for something. I don't know what. Donna's not exaggerating. For two days, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I had over the weekend dinner affair chicken pot pie. Probably not the healthiest, but yeah, you ate the whole thing. Notes of rosemary and the gravy. The gravy is what sets, you know, what really, really makes a good chicken pot pie. The gravy, you know, the sauce. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I had some some notes of uh, rosemary. I'm convinced. I swear that I think uh, Stephanie and Ken Wright, who own Dinner Affair, are not including all the spices on the recipe card for their chicken pot pie. Because on all the dinners that you get, you get a recipe card and it lists all the ingredients and all the, you know, things that you need to know if you're watching your calories and sugar, things like that. I'm not. But if you are, it works out really well. I'm convinced that they don't list all the spices because... They don't want us to know all the all spices the because it's ingredient. just that good. Yes, I'm telling you. Fantastic. Chicken the secret pot pie. sauce. All white chicken breast meat. One of the many dinners on the menu this month at Dinner Affair, dinneraffare.com. Uh, we're keeping it simple. Are you feeding two, three, or four adults? And that depends on the package that you choose at dinneraffair.com. $30 off your first order. Promo code is CADDY2021, C-A-D-D-Y. 2021 at dinneraffair.com. Free delivery, never a contract. They ship nationwide. Uh, in Atlanta, free delivery to your front door and a money-back guarantee. Dinneraffair.com, dinneraffare.com. We have a small ask of you, three things. Number one, follow this podcast so you don't miss anything coming up. Number two, invite and encourage three people or complete strangers, three people in your circle or complete strangers to enjoy the podcast and listen to the end of each episode. Of course, this end of this episode, it's the, um, the, uh, the payoff for the gorilla exhibit at the Bronx Zoo. And it's not what you think it is. I know you think, Cadillac, you're so dirty. I know what I know what they saw. You don't. You don't. But wait until the end of the episode to find out. And number three, show our sponsors some love. Gallery Furniture in Gainesville, dinneraffair.com. The Denny's 55-plus menu. Visit denny's.com. Promotional consideration provided by the following. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Try new Pepto Liquid Caps for fast relief and ultra coating. Also, promotional consideration provided by the following. The best part. Waking up is prune juice in your cup. The Folgers Waking Up Club. Receive emails filled to the brim. Get it, Donna? Filled to the brim? I love that. With Folgers news, recipes, and other exclusive content, visit Folgers.com. We add two songs to the Spotify Hype Song playlist. What's yours going to be today? Um, I am adding Morgan Wallen, Blame It On Me. Wow, I love that song. I love that song from his double album. Dangerous. dangerous um it's kind of a catchy it's upbeat, it's yeah tempo. it is it's not like a normal morgan wallen song it's very catchy very upbeat love it blame it on me how about you um uh, morgan wallen 865 oh boy okay so we're doing a double well that's okay though i was with charlotte our 15 year old daughter yesterday we went to the dog park and she's like daddy I have this brand new song i love this she didn't say brand new she's been familiar with morgan and this project but she said i got the new song i love the most right now or whatever 15 year olds say and she played 865, started playing 865. And I said, you know that that song was originally. And she goes, 919. I was like, damn. Isn't it funny how they come upon stuff? Like, where did she 
because it's been out a while. Like what and norm that's not her normal. I mean, she does. She likes Eric Church. She likes some country. But what 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 was the what? I I don't know. Huh? She had seen him do a video talking about the song because she knew obviously that it was nine one nine was the way it was originally written. Can you imagine nine one nine? He didn't have the same ring. And that's not where Morgan is from. He's from eight six five. And so he 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 reached out to the songwriters and said, "Listen, I want to include this song on a double album, but I want to change it up from nine one nine to eight six five. What do you think?" And they said, "Absolutely." I love it. I'll tell you what's getting a lot of play right now from the TikTok world, and we've had a couple of requests for people who said, "I'm like, we don't have an active TikTok." Are you going to talk about the Brooks and Dunn yes, remix? But no. they want us just to do a video. It doesn't have to be on TikTok, but they want us just to put it out there. Do you think Kix and Ronnie have any idea that they are hot right now on TikTok? Well, I Kicks, think Brooks and Ronnie Dunn again. I think the, the so the song is Neon Moon, mm-hmm. and everybody's when well, the sun goes down, down, but it's kind of a new of it's kind of a new mix, yeah, of it. And so there's this little dance everybody's doing. And um, I've had a couple people say, I, I think you and Kat should do that. I don't, I, we don't have a TikTok account. They're not saying put it on TikTok. They're just saying put it on your social media. All right. We'll Can think about that? that. Yeah. All right. I've had a chance to think about that. No. Oh. All right. Well. Dina Carter is going to reissue on the 25th anniversary her legendary iconic project. Did I shave my legs for this? Dina Carter. Yeah, I used to chase her around town when she was in Atlanta doing shows. Very uncomfortable. I, huh? It was very uncomfortable for her. Very uncomfortable. Have you spoken to her? Have you spoken to her about no, it? No, but you could tell. She All had right. that look like when one dog's at the dog park and a big dog comes up on top, you know, comes up to hang out with them. She had that same kind of look. Like her eyes would get really big and shifty. She's like, oh gosh, here he comes again. New versions of Strawberry Wine featuring Dina Carter, Martina McBride, Lauren Elena, Ashley McBride, and uh, Vince Gill. What? How'd he get on here? I don't know. I mean, this is uh, the long, but of the long T. But what's he singing? I guess he's singing along with the girls of Strawberry Wine. Uh, Vince <laughs> Gill also joins Dina Carter, Sarah Evans, and Terry Clark this time around for the title track. Did I shave my legs for this? If you remember, twenty-five years ago when this album was released, it had a hologram. Is that what you call it? Yes, and and so you could you could shift your you could you could tilt your CD, yeah, and it would uh, change, um, like the color of Dina's hair, all of that. Mm-hmm. But uh, just to, for for me, it was a groundbreaking album. I just that just cracks me up. I mean, they've got like all these great like and throwing Vince Gill, and then here comes old Vince Gill. How'd he get in there? God, I love her. <laughs> I'm just looking at the, the 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 CD right now. She had those big old white California. Yeah, teeth. and if you tilted the hologram just right, it was like she was looking at you. Oh. You know, with her eyes. Like that picture at the Haunted Mansion at yeah. Disney where you think it's following you. Gosh, I liked her, her music and her. All right. Uh, new study shows the Delta variant is affecting attitudes on events, including concerts. Now, maybe we all thought that once everybody got vaccinated or uh, whatever, the, the, the concert industry, the touring industry was going to come back. Music fans have been excited, right, for, for the return of their favorite acts to the road after a year off. This new survey shows that uh, the coronavirus Delta variant has dampened many people's enthusiasm. Now, you should not, I was not shocked by this at all. But here we go. Uh, it's a nationwide study. Indicates that only four in 10 people would attempt to attend a large public indoor gathering that did not implement safety measures. Uh, like requiring proof of vaccination. And this would include, obviously, more so than anything, I believe, concerts. Four in ten people. 
Additionally, the unvaccinated people were nearly twice as likely to attend large <laughs> protocol-free indoor gatherings than their vaccinated counterparts parts were. Well, of course, well, I they mean were. that makes total sense. Yes, I mean this is the craziest study ever. Of course, if they you were. went to okay, so if you went to a big, if there was some huge event being held inside. Is that still on your mind? Like, hmm, that looks really Me crowded. personally? Yeah. No. Not, not at all. all. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wow, that looks crowded or hmm. Let's no. go have fun. Okay. People are sharing the moments they realized that they weren't young anymore. Some of them are very, very relatable. You wanted to, 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 to talk about this content, Donna, because um, do you remember the, the moment? When you kind of said to yourself, when you realize that you're not young anymore? I've had a few. Right. Let's, mm-hmm. let's just pull one out of the hat. Well, just like when I've been to like a concert, maybe it wasn't, maybe it was with one of the kids or maybe it was just, I don't even know when. Well, I know. It's probably when I took Olivia to um, the Warped Tour. Yeah. Who, who all does that include? Uh, what do you mean? Well, on, on like the artist wise. For those that aren't familiar with the Warped Tour. Well, yeah. It was just. Some headbangers. Uh, just a whole day full of that kind of stuff. And then the All-American Rejects came out at the very end. And I was so, and nobody else, because they're not like cool. They're like not indie enough. So like all the warped people ran the other way and I ran toward the stage. And I was like, yeah, finally a song I know. But at one point I just thought to myself, self, why am I here? Number one. And number two, I'm now that old person that people look at and go, what are you doing here? She's either really cool or she's like some old roadie that like pushes cases around still for some band. Like what's her story? And like multiple people could have been talking about me. And I was like, and then it kind of got in my head. So then I was like, like if I was trying to like, you don't really dance at the warp tour, but like they just jump up and down a lot, which I can't really do because I'll pee on myself. That's a whole issue. But I was just kind of like, what, what's my dance move? Like that I don't look like a Karen at the concert. It was just really a weird moment, you know? And as I've told you before, I deducted from that entire experience. The warp tour actually ended. It was a huge tour that went around. It was kind of like a Lollapalooza right. for alternative bands. But I deducted that the thing that would make the most money at the Warp Tour is to have a booth, not a kissing booth, but a free hug booth for all those little children. That are just damaged. They're just damaged. I mean, for whatever reason, you know, and like tatted up and triple, dripple, dippled piercings and just, you know. Just, just need some love. Just some, needed some a mama just to need a hug. hug. Just one hug and the hug could last as long as you needed it. You know, I think my line would have been the longest at the place. Yeah. How about you? When did you realize uh, I have you were old? Okay, I have, give I us two. one. Uh, I will get back to that. We'll get back to okay, that. Okay, well, just give us one. I threw my back out scooping cat litter one day. I didn't do anything weird, just bent over like normal. <laughs> it wasn't pain for a week. I've since done it again, scooping litter, so I'm convinced that my boyfriend should handle that from now on. That could be a ploy. I'm in for this one because I, I think I'm going to use that with you. My back's killing me. I cannot scoop the cat litter. Uh, someone wrote. When I realized having a one in front of my birth year is all anyone needs to know, I'm old enough to purchase alcohol. That is when I realized that I'm not young anymore. Yeah. I don't know why, but that dumb fact just hit me like a ton of bricks. In other words, so if you were born in the 19s. Which we were. Yeah. Yeah, you're old. Do you, do you get excited when you get carded? I don't. No. It's more of a hassle than anything. Oh, okay. When my best friend and I were planning for a concert... 
And for the first time in our lives, we were like, do we want to buy a seat instead of standing in the pit? Very true. A lot of time on your legs. Very true. A lot of time on your legs. When I only got four hours of sleep before work and felt like I was literally going to die, 10 years ago, I would drive five hours after work on Friday to see my significant other. We'd party all weekend. Then I'd leave at 1 a.m. on Monday, drive all night, go straight to work the same morning. I was exhausted, but fine. Now, just one night of not enough sleep, I got old. That is so it. that is so true. How many times did you, yeah. Or like if, if you're going to go out and the people that you're going out with start planning everything and they're like, well, we thought we'd go here first. And then here you're like, Ugh, just a lot. You know what I mean? Like, Let's just pick up here. Yeah, we'll join you at this point. And then like when somebody's like, like the other night, we went out to dinner with Tug and Laura. And I was like, let's go to the speakeasy afterwards. And you're like, yeah, I'm tired. Let's go home. Yeah, you know? Is that <laughs> and, me? Really? But, you, but you were like, what the, my favorite line was, we've had plenty enough fun. <laughs> it was a great dinner. It was like a three-hour dinner. Tug is one of my best friends. And I know, that's like what an old man was like, you know, we've had plenty enough fun. I was like, okay. All right. All right, Papa. Do you want to talk about funeral songs? Yeah, evidently that there are people. I'm, I'm fascinated because, you know, we have our playlist. We have our Spotify playlist. Caddy and Donna, the original one, and then Donna and Caddy's the second one. And going through playlists, I am fascinated by the playlist people create. Like there are tailgate playlists. There's Southeast football play, playlists. SEC. There's SEC. There's, I mean, there's every kind of playlist you can imagine. Breaking up with your boyfriend playlist. Your wife cheated on you playlist. A lot of country stuff on that one, as you can imagine. And then there is a funeral playlist. There are people who have created a playlist that they want to be streamed at their funeral. When Donna first mentioned this to me, I said to myself, self, something just smells of this. Something smells here. So I did some research, and this has gone viral. And maybe you've seen this pop up on your social media. What would your funeral song be? It turns out this entire uh, push on social media is the idea of a marketing agency who represents legal and general, which is a British multi, uh, multinational financial services and asset management company. Its products and services include investment management, lifetime mortgages, pensions, and annuities. I mean, talk about good guerrilla marketing, though. It's fantastic guerrilla marketing. Yeah. But when you brought this up to me, I thought, now how does how does how does a conversation or a social media uh, uh, push for what would your funeral song be? That, that just doesn't seem very organic to me. And so I started Googling around. And sure enough, it was tied to legal in general in, uh, in London. But it's kind of like what we've talked about before. It's like, have you ever been to a funeral and they put up like, say it's, a, it's someone like who had a lot of, they knew a lot of people. So maybe it's in a big, big place or auditorium. And they put up like the Google Photos thing and the Google and the, I mean, the slideshow. I mean, again, you almost need a funeral vetted slideshow because like what if something happens to me and you put up yours and the I don't even know or like whatever or like what if somebody else does and then Gina pops up in the middle of who's Gina well maybe she was Fred your the person's ex- husband's secretary or something where, where did I meet her not you but like Linda died she's married to Fred Fred's like he doesn't have a whole lot of time to put this you know ceremony together he's really not that into it and so he's like just play this you know put up these pictures play the google thing and then in the middle of it here comes old deborah his secretary and everybody's sitting out there is like what in the hell is going on and she's just looking down from heaven like you better watch it when you get to this door buddy or 
what if someone played me? I mean, I've, I've, I've definitely been to funerals where, I mean, cause music makes you, it gets you in that, you know, headspace. Imagine if you go and somebody's playing music that you don't like for your funeral. Do you know what your funeral song will be? I don't. I've always thought about this. Mine's going to be bad from you too. It's a great song. Not because I'm bad. It's just a great song. We're going to throw this out on the Cadillac Jack social media channels, Cadillac Jack podcast, Facebook page at ATL Cadillac Jack on Instagram and uh, everywhere else you see the at ATL Cadillac Jack brand. And next episode, we're going to pull in uh, what you suggest or what you would like to, um, I guess you wouldn't hear or see it being performed because you'd be well, dead. Well, you would from heaven. You'd true, be looking true, down true, like, true. hello. What would your funeral song be? Do you know what one of the most popular ones is? I don't. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, oh, bye. Oh, stop. I swear. No, it's not. Yes, it is. By Backstreet Boys? In, I think it's NSYNC. Yeah. Bye, bye, bye. That's next episode of the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast. You heard Donna, um, just top of the episode, she's uh, in for clogging. Donna is at the Gallery Furniture Showroom in Gainesville at least six, if not seven days a week. And she still works hard today. She did 30 years ago when her dad asked for the Wolfman was there and was uh, walking her through the family business and telling her the, the the things that you do and things that you don't, the things that you do. I know the Wolfman told her and, and always drove home, well, take care of your people, take care of the people that spend money with you, take care of the people in your community. And Donna to this day and her daughter, Marilyn, Wolfman's granddaughter, do just that. Sleepers starting at seven ninety nine. They have Ashley, they have Klausner, they have Jackson Catnapper, which uh, Catnapper, which is American made. Four warehouses right now, full of inventory. Uh, right as the pandemic started to begin, Donna started scratching her head and she thought to herself, "You know what? This is going to cripple the supply chain uh, for years, which it has and continues to do." So she ordered hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars of inventory, like three, four days, you know, right there at the beginning of the pandemic, which is still available today. That's why Donna now has four warehouses around. The Gainesville area. And we're excited that Donna is also going to join the, what's the name of the? The Sassy Stompers. The Sassy Stompers. Clogging team with that first uh, performance at the Woodstock Christmas Parade. Gallery Furniture, hashtag Ask for Donna, hashtag Ask for the Wolfman. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. You find it on the showroom floor. You take it home today. You find it in one of the four warehouses today. You take it home today. It's that simple. Big box retailers are not going to be able to do that. They're, gonna, they're not going to give you anything on the floor. They're certainly not going to let you take it home today. Galleryfurniture.com. You pay more attention to a Does Sugar Belong in Spaghetti Facebook post than you do a commercial on the radio. I have a preliminary question. Yes. Do people put sugar in spaghetti? I do. What? Yeah, a pinch. I had no idea. Yeah. Or or I, you pay more attention to a Prayer Warriors Needed Facebook post than you do a commercial on the radio. There's been research that's come out in the past seven days and i'm shocked by their decision to make this information public it was a research study commissioned by one of the largest radio operators in america and it reveals that 81 percent of podcast listeners and that'd be you pay very close attention to what they listen to 81 percent. that's big that's a huge number huge news for podcast content creators uh, like those of us in this room right now and at the app and podcast network and also companies that spend money on podcast advertising, like uh, Gallery Furniture and Denny's and Folgers and Dinner Affair. 62% said they pay attention when reading a social media post. 49% said they pay attention when listening to music on the radio. 49%. That's not a lot. 49%.
if you own a business, if you're a business owner right now, and you are spending big, big dollars on a trust or radio ad buy, you need to call right now. We'll wait. We'll wait. You need to call right now and cancel. Here's why. Podcasting truly is one of the most efficient ways for you to get the messaging and your branding of your business out there because it's, it's very inexpensive compared to, you know, you sold radio, Donna, your entire life. What was the level of frequency that you needed to spend dollar amount wise in order for your messaging to truly be even better? Well, even just barely received. Well, I mean, we would say you have to at least spend ten thousand, twelve thousand dollars a week, and that's on the low, low, low yeah. end. Because here's the thing with radio: with radio, it works off frequency, and people always say that. And you have to hear the ad three times, at least three Minimum. times, Minimum. minimally. And you have to remember, you can't stop it like you can podcasting. You can't say, "What? Well, wait, what was that ad they just said? What was that thing? Oh, I'll wait till I hear it again." Well, maybe you're not going to hear it again because maybe you're not in the car then. The other thing is, there's plenty of businesses who spend a ton of money on postcards. And those types of things that come to, mail. come to you in the mail. And then, you know, it's just half the time they're pushed down into like your your, Sony bill. your Walmart flyer or your, yeah. And you, you don't even, I mean, and the amount of money that's spent on those things is unbelievable. The reason that we say this now is we have a very unique opportunity right now with this podcast to have two partners join us. This has not happened since we began in January of 2020. And I thought that it was very interesting that we knew we were going to have this conversation during this episode. And then seven days ago, all of the research from the number one radio operator in America and the number two radio operator in America come out and say, basically it, well, they were endorsing podcast advertising. And it, I just thought to myself, that's kind of, that's, that's interesting. That's very, very interesting. The return on investment that you will receive with podcast advertising is tenfold what you would receive, at least tenfold what you would receive with Terrestrial Radio. So listen, I'm going to drop my email address right here. And if you want to save a lot of money and you want to get your messaging out there and your branding out there and you 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 want to, especially with the holidays coming up, if you've got uh, a lot of stuff to offer for the holidays, let's get uh, let's get together. Let's jump in a pile. Cadillac at appenmedia.com. Cadillac at appen, A-P-P-E-N media.com. Uh, the number one radio operator in America, their CEO admitted this week that they failed miserably when trying to forecast podcast growth because, quote, every time we try to predict it, our numbers have turned out to be too low. Podcasting is hot. It continues to be hot. The engagement is off the charts. That is a direct quote from iHeartMedia CEO Bob Pittman. Yeah, it's huge. In a, in a, 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 a like a, a, a research or forecast meeting in the past week. Well, and one of the things that we have talked about, too, is from both of us working in radio, if you own a business right now and you decide that you maybe want to try out radio or maybe you want to try out TV, um, you're going to have to produce a spot. You're going to have to write the spot. You're going to have to produce the spot. You're going to have to get somebody to produce it. You're going to have to pay someone to produce it. Um, and it takes time. And so if, if you want to be a podcast sponsor, we can get you on as early tomorrow as the next podcast. And that's the great thing. And you can change your messaging over and over again. So it's not only is it one of the best ways to reach people, it's also one of the most economic and also the quickest ways to immediately start branding. You, know, you don't have to wait. If, if you have things you want to start talking about, you don't need to wait a month for someone to produce you a spot and find you inventory to get you on the air. 81% of podcast listeners pay very close attention to what they listen to. And you are part of that 81%. We cannot thank you enough for that. We're at the App and Podcast Network. We're here twice a week. 
to record Cadillac Jack My Second Hat. We are 30 miles north of downtown Atlanta in awesome Alpharetta, Georgia. And there's always something going on in this city. And we've lived here our entire adult lives. We've lived here for 20 years. Just this past weekend, I was going somewhere and I drove by. Um, we have a park behind City Hall. And there's art in the park going on there. And there's tents with with uh, you know locals and, and serving up their, their crafts and their arts and things like that. Just, just beautiful. It's first fall weekend. First full weekend of fall. At the same time, Art in the Park's going on, about three blocks away, they're setting up for the Brew Moon Fest, yeah, which was Saturday festival. night yep. with live music, and they shut down uh, a street in downtown Alpharetta, and everybody just has a really, really good time, and you dance, and you sing, and you hang with your neighbors. Awesome Alpharetta, Georgia. The eighth annual Wire and Wood Alpharetta Music Festival is coming, and we mentioned this about two weeks out because this is worth you driving to, all right? If you listen to this podcast in Chattanooga, if you're in Birmingham, if you are in... Nashville, Knoxville, Columbia, South Carolina, Charleston. It's worth the drive to come up because I didn't know. I'm, I'm going to, I'm embarrassed to say this. I did not know until about a week ago that this event was free. Yeah, did you know that? Yes. It's an amazing opportunity. It's, to it's, see. it's, it's 30 artists. Yeah. Six stages over two weekend nights, October the 8th, October the 9th. Free admission festival showcases more than 30 performances by singers, songwriters, and every genre is represented. Yeah, and the headliners this year are Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors, and they are awesome. If you, I mean, really, really good um, from Nashville. And then Ruthie Foster. So um, there are some amazing bands. And if you're one of those people who you just love live music and you want people to curate bands for you and you're always trying to look for something you know new to listen to, this is the event for you. There's going to be great food. Obviously, drinks, beer, food trucks, food trucks. I mean, you can bring your family, too, because um, it's not just a, an event for, you know, adults. I mean, if you want to bring your kids out, you can do that also. So it's going to be amazing. It's not one genre of music. It's not just if you don't like country, don't worry about it. You can walk to another stage and hear something else. So it's just a great opportunity to hear live music in a beautiful downtown setting. One of a kind attraction. One of a kind music festival. Wirenwood Alpharetta Music Festival. Come, come see us. Come spend some time in Awesome Alpharetta. The weekend of October 8th and 9th, we have over 200 uh, restaurants, three unique shopping districts. And uh, listen, we got plenty of room in, in some very, very nice uh, hotels. Uh, what, whatever budget for a hotel you're looking for. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you have budget, yeah. we, we can we can find you a hotel in the Awesome Alpharetta, Georgia area. Come on by and join us. Uh, next episode of the My Second Act podcast, uh, we're going to premiere a new segment, Dear Preston. You want to talk about this real quick, Donna? Well, you know, we give advice all the time, and I think people get tired of listening to our advice. So we need advice from a millennial. Carl is chuckling here. Um, and so the the feature is going to be called Dear Preston, okay? Kind of like Dear Abby, Dear Preston. So Preston, PT, is a millennial, and he is newly married and has no children, but he is going to answer your burning questions about relationships, child rearing, any other questions that you might have that you want a new take on, a millennial's take on, okay? He's not going to know the questions in advance. We're just going to hit him with questions, and he is just going to give us his unfiltered advice. Also, next episode of the My Second Night podcast, more updates about the Sassy Stompers, right, Sassy Donna? Stompers. Our rehearsal schedules and potential sponsorships and, 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 and performances, and I posted on the Cadillac Jack podcast Facebook page, if you have already been selected as a member of the Sassy Stompers clogging team please go and, and and in the comment section tell me what size top you wear because i've already started to pick some out one of them is um um clog wars okay we, uh, let the um we don't let the footwork be with you oh boy all right we don't need you picking out our outfits 
We, we've just got comment that your covered. size. We've got you that mind. covered. All right. And then uh, also next episode, uh, what would your funeral song be? We'll continue that conversation. Yeah. All right. Audio for this episode of the My Segment Podcast of the Bronx Zoo, Procter & Gamble, ABC TV's The View. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act, part of the App and Podcast Network. And here we go. Back to the Bronx Zoo. Top of the episode, we played you this clip. Listen carefully. Have you ever heard just how excited kids and adults get, Donna, when they go to the zoo and they see like, uh, you know, just a group of gorillas in the gorilla exhibit, right? Okay, it sounds like this, if you've never heard that before. How cute. Aren't they adorable? Mommy, can I have one? And then you hear, you hear the tone change, right? Can you not hear that, Donna? Yeah, I hear it. You can hear everybody shift like they're, um, you know, it's kind of like uh, suddenly uh, you can hear the spirit of the crowd being altered by something happening. Do you know what happened there to the gorillas? Were they like hugging on each other, they brushing decided, each other's hair? Well, they decided to give one another some mouth hugs. Okay, stop. How about that? You're there with the kids at the Brock Zoo and suddenly... Uh, they, they they shift to from from like looking for bugs in each other's fur to doing some rumpy rumpy some rumpy pumpy some pot pot some some hanky panky if you will and that's why you heard the let's listen to it one more time uh, we we got it huh? we've got you it got to hear the change we have the, the general tone okay they got her so happy oh, no. oh goodness you heard the dad there. That's it. We'll laugh with you Thursday for another episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act.